0: We've never been more back. Let's do it. We've never been as back as we are right now. It's never been as jover
1: as as it's going to be next week. We've got,
0: okay, hold on. We got, we got to do the intro and then I'm going to comment on that. Here we go. (laughs) This episode 286 of The Platform is a show about games and nerd culture, and I am your
2: host, Brian Barnett. I'm that other guy that you bring along, Chris Conley, a.k.a. Delphian. And I'm Will Berger. Hi. Hello, and hello to Kira
1: in the background. Kira, say hi to the people. Ah, she can't hear me. She's in the kitchen. (laughs) Nope, she heard
0: me. Yay. Hey, there we go. (laughs) So anyways, before we (laughs) start, we've never been more back. Than we are right, right now. now, but then Will said, uh, "It's it's Jover," which I have I don't know if you saw <laughs> I tweeted about this. I did. Uh, I was like, I can't, I can never read that. My brain only exclusively reads that as Joe Ever, which makes no sense. But that is just how it is. So it's Joe Ever, which is like a weird thing of like it's not over but it is kind of whatever it's not
2: over until it's joe ever
0: it's joe ever i've been standing in this line joe ever (laughs) (laughs) makes no fucking sense at all but what does make sense is that it's monday night it's time for the fight and the fight is us just going to town on each other's opinions for me it was just, tuesday
1: just boom
0: for me it just was like Wednesday. that just...
2: <laughs> we had to push it back due to uh scheduling issues
0: <laughs> my fault my fault. Oh. my fault oh my dear lord it's okay <laughs> oh that's right it is tuesday and i told you christ.
2: <laughs> jesus
0: christ can you tell the type of a day that i've had and the type of indeed the type of two days man what a week it's been lemon it's tuesday <laughs> Oh man! Anyways, so this is this is episode 286 of the Platformers, a show that uh, that nevertheless it, it persists. So we've been playing a lot of stuff, and we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk a little bit about Baldur's Gate 3. We're going to talk about sea of stars i'm gonna mention a couple of things that i'm working on uh we're gonna have the the thrilling uh conclusion to uh will's review for a sweet sweet book uh and i mean i don't know what else what other surprises that this i'm assuming the raven's possibly... power
2: hour from will
0: armored core yeah yeah, yeah. Armored Core. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about armored core we're gonna be talking about armored core uh one of one of the uh fromsoft game series of all time the best one <laughs> the best one The funny thing is like I can't i I can't say uh, the my favorite from game is uh the best series of all time uh, because it's not a series. It's just <laughs> and, bloodborne and the other one and the other one is also not a series it's, it's just, just elden, elden ring. ring
2: yeah
1: not yeah. a
0: series yet not a series yet. yet one one hopes one assumes one presumes
1: i i think it would and be they'll probably go absolutely.
2: back to it but it's going to be a big undertaking so good luck to yeah. them yeah
1: yeah you know but I but if you're lucky like Brian, if you're lucky one day, Elden Ring will be successful enough to spawn 15 <laughs> sequels the way Armored Core did. Which is crazy, because if you... Actually, hold
2: on,
0: hold on. Uh, Dark Souls uh, sales data. Lifetime sales for Dark Souls. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. It actually have, has not sold that... Men. Demon
2: Souls, Souls was a commercial flop at first. That's the interesting yes. thing.
1: Yes, and then it got that then, word of mouth goodness.
2: Yeah, they had yeah. people do, do, importing so, it and you know doing all that, and it's like, oh, okay, there might be something here. It's got legs. Uh, let's let's polish this up a bit. Shout outs to GameSpot
1: who actually gave that game Game of the Year back when it came out. They were not bamboozled by Uncharted Two. They recognized quality. We love to see it. Yeah.
0: Did you Shout know? Did you know the story of IGN and Demon Souls? No, but like, they 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 literally almost didn't uh didn't review the game at all. But somebody like somebody on the team back then uh actually like picked it up and it was the like, yo, this freelancers is sick. or something, yeah, and like and like pitched the thing and ended up doing it and gave it like I think it got like a nine or something. It was something outrageous, um, and people just kind of like woke up and paid attention to
1: what was happening. I I gotta, I gotta uh, tell the people if you have not played a a From Software game prior to Demon's Souls, this was a, you missed out. And the true believers, the true believers, we knew for a long time. This was really, these people were really good. However, yeah. uh, In, because of the way the industry works and because of the way major media sites work, they were not really taken seriously like, nobody reviewed every Armored Core game. It doesn't matter that those games are great, right? They just they, they didn't get reviews. They didn't get, you know, write-ups. They didn't get It was too dense. There were too many parts. Well, it was too hard. And well, I mean, back
0: then, also, like, not every major thing was getting attention. Because, like, the, the internet wasn't what it is now. So, like, it wasn't easy enough. It wasn't
1: as easy as it is now to get word of mouth when something is good. How, correct. However, however... I think it was actually easier for stuff to stand out if it was good back then because there wasn't a million things competing for your attention because everything was like oh, that, that is, A also or February, yeah. right? The, the indie yeah. scene did not really exist yet. So if you came into From Software a little bit later, please understand that everybody being like, From Software, that is a new thing. That has not been the case historically. Yeah. And it's very funny to watch it happen as someone who's been like, yeah, those guys are sick. And then like everybody else was like, oh, these guys are sick but not for the thing that I thought they were sick for and now everyone's like oh these guys are sick and it's for the thing I thought they were cool for so it's fun you know what the what the wild thing about that
0: is that's even like that even has replayed itself in microcosm even since demon souls because demon souls was the most niche game and but the people who knew knew that it was great and then dark souls came out and way more people were like well hold on a second these guys are cooking. Mm-hmm. It was and a little less esoteric
2: series... and just enough to get more people over the hurdles that was appreciating Demon Souls for what it was.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then that happened again when Bloodborne came out. Did... And people were like, well, hold on a second. Like, what the fuck? And then that happened again
1: when Elden Ring came out. And it's happening again from Core 6. Um, it is funny, though, because Armored Core 5 and Verdict Day did not get that kind of reception. And they were released, like, in that, like, pre soul or post-Demon Souls, post-Dark Souls period, where everyone was like, ah, you know, from software. Um, but maybe not quite to the extent that they are now. So it's been very interesting, you know, to hear all these people being like, why didn't you guys tell us Armored Core was good? And I'm just sitting here like, I promise we
2: you. We did. We did. I did.
1: promise <laughs> you. I have never shut up about how cool Armored Core is. And anybody who knows me will tell you that that's the case. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Every time I play
0: any, every time I try to get him to play any from soft game with me, he's just like, well, you know, you know, the best one. He's like that. He's like that dad. That's got the one story about the time they threw the game winning touchdown. And every time you bring up any sport, he just wants to talk about that. It's that it's like that, but for Armored Core. The difference is and, with
1: Armored Core, from through like fifteen game-winning touchdowns. So you know. I mean, sure, be proud of it. Just tell me a different story every
0: once in a. <laughs> but I get I get it, and so uh, you know. With with that said, I mean, I think this segues perfectly. Why don't you tell us about Armored Core Six, a game that I think you are the only one of us that is playing. Yes, I intend to get
2: to it when I can, but ah, uh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I am not finished with it yet, despite having gotten it pre-release, because I was doing a bunch of other stuff. I'm doing uh, the IGN guide for it in certain aspects. I'm doing build guides. I'm kind of the the build person. I was asked, uh, basically, to, like, what weapons should we be looking for? And I had this list of, like, oh, these are the ones we need to find. They're in every Armored core game, right? These are the big ones. And then... Well, first, number one with a bullet is the fucking Moonlight Greatsword, baby. Actually, number one with a bullet is the Kurosawa. Number two is the Moonlight Greatsword. Well, there you go. Uh, I know the Moonlight Greatsword
2: because it's in all of Frum's games. Yeah, it transcended it where the Kurosawa did not.
1: No, the Kurosawa unfortunately (laughs) did not. But it is probably the best overall weapon in every Armored Core game. Really crazy laser rifle. Anyway, so Armored Core 6 is... Armored Core does this thing where post-Armored Core 2, every new numbered entry is like a, a reboot, basically. So like, Armored Core 1, Project Phantasma, Master of Arena... Two and Another Age, that's all one timeline. Three has, like, five sequels, that's a timeline. Four has a sequel, that's a timeline. Five has a sequel, that's a timeline. So, six is continuing that tradition where it's, like, new stuff is going on. Uh, And generally, Armored Core kind of uses that not only to reboot the story, but also to kind of tweak the gameplay. So, six is interesting because completely new story, but also it's a lot faster, and you can see that they've pulled stuff from the Souls games and Armored Core, right? Like, there's a stagger system in Armored Core 6. Uh, so, you, yeah, you can you know, you know, can kill an enemy AC by taking all their armor away and, and, you know, taking all their health away and blowing them up. But it's also really effective to be like, hi, I'm gonna overload your systems, and then while you're sitting there and you can't move, I'm just gonna kill you. I'm gonna hit you with my sword. Uh, so you can do just that, too. Just secure that shit. That's exactly, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's I, guess I think the guy who directed Armored Core 6 is also the director for Sekiro, so it makes a lot of sense, right? A lot, a lot of sense. similarity. Um, but one of the things I think that people who haven't played Armored Core are having trouble getting used to is how fast it is. Um, like, Souls, and Brian, you can attest to this, right? Even Bloodborne, which is fast for a Souls game, is not, like, Devil May Cry speed or Ninja Gaiden speed. Like, it's fairly, as far as action games go, like, it's a little more deliberately paced, right? I don't want to say it's slow or sluggish or anything like, but it's deliberate, right? Like it has. I, I, I the word
0: that I often use is methodical. Yeah, it's not. It it's it, it is about uh, systematically dismantling your enemies. It is about it is about being patient and slowly but surely, like clearing all your corners, all that sort of stuff. Like it's about it's it's a game for people who are cool being patient and taking things a
1: little bit slow yeah uh, so that's
0: yeah that's totally yeah, that's, that's totally how
2: fair. I, That's how i describe it as well yeah
1: armored core is a twitch game um at least sixes the earlier ones were a little bit slower but if you knew how to do stuff like bunny hop right like those games could get actually pretty speedy uh six is just very fast if you are not moving in armored core six you're probably dead um you need to be yeah, constantly moving constantly dodging uh you're constantly managing your stagger gauge you know you, your weapons do i have ammo do i need to reload what's their stagger gauge look like what's my best positioning that i need to be in um so it's a very different game right it requires you to be i think a little bit more on top of what's going on around you and it throws a lot of stuff at you uh it's been very interesting to watch people who have not played that series before like go up against the first boss and get absolutely steamrolled and that boss is not that hard this is very much a, like, here's the tutorial. We're going to teach you how to dodge missiles. Can you follow directions? And if the answer is no, it's just going to kill you. Um, and the chapter it's one filtered, boss.
2: It's as the saying goes.
1: Yeah. And then the chapter one boss, Baltaeus, which I'm sure if you followed course 6 on Twitter, you have heard about Baltaeus. Because that boss is making people lose their minds. It's, it's not an easy fight. Uh, it took me a couple hours. Um, but I'm also very stubborn and I wanted to beat it with a very specific build, which is probably not the right build to take into that fight, but I wanted to beat it with my build. So I think the cool thing about Armored Core is like, it's very much a build heavy game. And people are like, oh, that's boring. I don't want to sit in a garage and like customize my mech. And I'm here to tell it's you, me. and I'm here to tell you, A, it doesn't take that long because of the way game, the game duels parts out to you, right? It's not like you're sitting there looking at like, all right, my right arm weapon. I have 50 choices. It's like, no. You've got, like, a couple shotguns, a couple rifles, right? And you have to be like, okay, I want to build a rifle, have a rifle build. I need to look at what these rifles do. Cool, I've got my rifle. Now I'm going to go look at my other hand, right? And Armored Core is cool because it it very much encourages you to change your build, right? It's not like kind of a more traditional RPG where you build a specific way. And you're like, that's my build, right? Like, I am building a strength build in Elden Ring. That's my game. I'm using this
2: weapon for the entirety of the game, and everything around it just kind of shifts to that. It's not the case. You adapt to the um, situation at hand.
1: Yeah. And the game has made it very easy to do that, right? Like, if you die, you can immediately go back to your garage and be like, cool, I want my, I like, I was not prepared for what this mission is. My AC needs this, this, and this. I'm gonna equip those things. Um, And it also does this really nice thing of everything that you buy from the store, you can sell back to the store at the exact same price. So if you're ever like, man, I really need a new build. I don't have any money. You just go back to the store and sell your old stuff. Now, you can replay the old missions if you want. You can get money that way. But this is a game that very much encourages you you to be like, you need to tweak this. You need to present it for the situation that you're going into. And, you know, the other thing is you're not going to know what that situation is until you get into the mission. Like, the briefings are going to be like, hey, we need you to do this. But they're not going to be like, yeah, so we need you to kill this dude. His AC is like up close and personal. And it's meant to stagger you. You're going to find that out because it's going to happen to you. And then you're going to be oh, like, oh. So there's oh. going to be
2: reinforcements at this point. A minute and a half in, there's going to be an airship, this, that, and the other thing. You gotta, you just got to fly. Right. And this thing that you
1: thought was the boss of this level, that is not the boss. That is a mini boss. The real fight after that is the one that's going to kick your ass. Um, So it, it, it's kind of a different mindset, right? Like I feel like Souls especially, from my experience with it, which admittedly isn't as intense as brian's or some other people's because i've only played demon souls dark souls one uh and elden ring really for any serious amount of time is like you kind of just persevere right you're like ah i will learn the patterns and i will do the thing and i will win yeah um it's I'd it's be, 3d I'd, castlevania Mega Man, basically yeah it's it's At more most, about you
2: might get filtered by a boss and then just go okay I'll come back I'll go explore side paths I'll check other ways see if I can find something to give the edge and then go back to yeah it. but yeah yeah
1: so you're gonna be like you know if I if you get stuck I'm just gonna go in a different direction right I will level up yeah. I'll get new stuff I will come back later and I will beat this dude into the ground armored core you cannot do that because it's a mission based game if you get to the end of chapter one and you are losing your shit about Balteus there's nothing else to do.
0: I got bad news chief.
1: <laughs> yeah. You got to change your build. You got to go get the right items because at a certain point you can even buy all the items up to that point and they will not put new items in the store until you get to the next chapter. So it's like at a certain point, this is the kit you have available to you. You got to figure out what the right answer is. Um, but the good, the good news is, is that, I mean, unless
0: I like, are there missable things? Like, I'm are there things that you can find in missions that like you might not have found or like, Is it basically like you have everything that you need to succeed. You just need to put the pieces together in the right order or
1: whatever. Uh, There are stuff. There are build pieces like weapons and and armor and stuff that you can find in missions that you can miss. But the nice thing is uh, there's also stuff you get by doing like log hunts, which is killing like specific enemies in specific missions. that are a little bit out of the way that you wouldn't normally run into. Um, The nice thing is it will tell you like, hey, your battle log isn't done for this mission. You actually still need to go find this one guy. Uh, it will not tell you about that for hidden parts. It will just tell you when you have every part that you can get. But none, the hidden parts, while good, none of them are, like... Like, the Moonlight is the best sword, right? Like, it's the best sword. But if you don't have the Moonlight and you have a melee-focused build, you're not going to lose because you don't have the Moonlight. It's just going to be a yeah. little bit easier, right? I'm still using, like, the starting sword, which I think is actually really good. Um, even though I have, like, four or five other melee weapons. So you can absolutely do it with basically any build, depending on skill. Although some builds are going to be easier. So I think it's, you know, getting into this kind of armored core demands you get into a flow state where it's like, you've got to know when to dodge. You've got to know what to do. You've got to like have the right build. You've got to kind of know the fight for certain fights. Um, And it's not going to click for everybody immediately. And I've seen a lot of people who are getting into it for the first time and being like, I love this. And a lot of people who would be like, I don't know how to win. And I think you just kind of have to get into that state of, like, I can't be too attached to this stuff. Like, the mech is there to serve you. You are not there to, like, promote a build. But once you get into that state, it feels absolutely incredible. Um, I have gotten to the point with two of the builds that I use where basically I almost nothing in the game can touch me. Because my mech is just built a very specific way to be like, yeah, I'm a medium weight, I got really good weapons, and I'm really fast. You might say it is uh, built differently. It is built differently. (laughs) Now, occasionally, you know, you get to a boss and and you struggle for a little bit. But I don't think for most people it's actually that bad, provided you kind of tweak your brain to the point of, like, my build can be different. I can play with the stuff, right? Um And Imbu Imbu in the chat says, what I
0: love is that, quote, getting the right build, end quote, means something completely different for each player.
1: Yeah, right? There is no one answer. So uh, what I will tell people is if you get stuck, if you really get stuck, double shotguns is really difficult to stop. Uh, It's really, really strong. But... I mean,
0: (laughs) same for any shooter where you can dual wield. Having two shotguns...
1: Halo 3, dual shotguns, really hard to stop. Really hard to stop, but for a different yeah, reason. Right? Not be- warfare yeah, Warfare
2: 2, yeah, a whole lot.
1: Yeah, a yeah. Kimbo shotguns. Um, is not necessarily because of the damage output, although shotguns have a pretty good damage output. It's because they stagger really fast. So mm. my build that I run for like fun is tool shotguns, missile launcher on the right shoulder, energy sword on the left shoulder. Stagger with those the three things, and when they're staggered, switch to the sword half their life goes away when that happens. Um, And these are very quick, staggering weapons, right? So getting into that place where you just kind of feel like what the right build for you is. For some people, that's light legs. You want to go fast. You want to jump really high. You want to be very evasive. For some people, that's like, look, I want to strap four Gatling guns to this thing and be on tank legs. And for somebody else, it's in between. Like, I want to be on a tetrapod and fly around in the air, right? You can do all those things and all those things work. And I think that's what makes the game cool. Simultaneously, I also think like the storytelling is really neat. Like a, you know, a souls game. A lot of it is in stuff that you read, you pick up a combat log during the mission. Now there is probably more dialogue than your average souls game, but it's not going to sit there and tell you like, Hey, here's your deal. Right. It's going to be like, these two people are talking. They're not going to tell you what that word means. You have to figure it out. They so are,
2: they're not going to explain it to you.
1: Yeah. They're not going to explain it to you. And the other thing that I really like about it is that it is not afraid to lean into the fact that, like, you are a piece of shit mercenary. Like, you do bad stuff in Armored Core. All of them. All of them. You're a mercenary. You get paid, right? So, like, you will... uh, one One of the earlier missions, you get hired by a corporation to go kill, like... A brand new AC that's being delivered to, like, the Rubicon Liberation Front, which is trying to free the planet from the evil corporations. And they're like, listen, they can't have an AC. You need to kill these people. And this AC is being... This is very early in the game. This isn't a big spoiler. But... And this AC is being piloted by a Johnny Young Bush And he's, like, a brand oh, new... no! He's a brand new rookie pilot. All he wants to do is earn his own call sign. And you slaughter this kid. Because that's... Rash, no! Because that is your job. You are a scumbag mercenary. And then in the next mission, you get hired by the Rubicon Liberation Front because they need help because you just fucked up their AC.
2: That's you armored killed Johnny Young Bush Yeah, you just, kill Johnny you just killed Johnny
1: Youngbosh and you just ruined everything, right? And so you work for one corporation and you'll blow up their you should stuff. Should be ashamed of yourself. And for then the next one then Johnny the next Young mission the the guys whose stuff you blow up will be like, "Yeah, uh, you kind of messed us up. We need you to go mess them up now, right?" And so I think it's really cool because a lot of games are like, "Oh, you're a mercenary. Oh, you're a badass. Or you, you know, you got you like this moral code or whatever." In Armored Core, the moral code is money.
2: Like, yep, it's
1: money. You are a you're mercenary. You're PMC. You're a piece of shit. We get you it. You are a piece of shit, and like, I don't think most games actually let you see what that feels like. And it's like you kill Johnny Young Bosh, and he just wants to be a pilot you
0: mom jump in the chat says not john the young fosh
1: no like yeah you go in and you destroy this planet's ecology because there's money in it like you you are a terrible person i think most
2: of the timelines in you're the bad guy from, uh, you know just total ecological devastation total planetary disaster just extinction all around it's never nice
1: yeah, he's the bad yeah. guy from Avatar. Basically, it, it's never yes, it's never basically. great. Um, you do at, later on you do get to make decisions about like which sides you want to help, and that does actually change the ending, which has been in Armored Core for a very long time. Um, and there's multiple endings, right? So like the game itself, like I think most people will probably take like 20, 30 hours their first run through while they're still getting used to like Armored Core, unless you're really good at Armored Core, right? But Once you run through it and you have a good bunch of parts and you're like, I know how to build ACs, I know what these missions do. You can probably run through it again in like six hours, eight hours. But you got to run through it four times to see all the endings. And the missions change on New Game Plus. There's new missions. Some missions aren't there. There's new missions that are added in. Sometimes they have different objectives. And so it gets to this really cool place where there's a bunch of choices that you're making. And it's not just about your mech. And the story that's happening around you is really cool. And the more you spend with it, like... You recontextualize certain things from having this information from earlier, and uh, the last thing that I think it does really well is it has absolutely ridiculous spectacle fights. Um, One on ones with other ACs are like probably the bread and butter of what makes it work because that's what Armored Core has always been, right? You have like the arena you can go through and reach the top and battle the other ACs, but there is a fight in this game against a boss. That is so big that you have to climb on it, on your mech that is, like, 50 feet tall. You just have to, like...
2: The Colossus music, yeah.
1: Yeah, you have to climb on it, and you're trying to, like, boost up to the top, because it's got this giant laser you're trying to take out. And there's another fight later where, like, you know, giant crazy worm thing, right? And all these bosses are really cool, they feel really epic. And, you know, there's Baltaeus, which shoots, like... On certain attacks, probably like a thousand missiles at you at any given time, and you're just like just
2: goes macross on your ass. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just like you better figure out how to dodge. You can have a real bad time. Um, for anyone who's struggling with that, boost towards him. Seriously, this is the way you do it. Uh, hey, that's that's also good advice
0: for one of the final uh, boss fights in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, which we did a very long, in-depth, deep dive on uh, recently. That you should definitely go check out.
1: Yeah, but. I guess the long and short of it is I came into Armored Core being like, I am worried that this is not going to be the thing that it used to be. Like, they're going to cater too much to, like, Modern From software, Souls fan sensibilities. It's still, that stuff is there, but it is still a very much an Armored Core game. Um, It is still very much a, you will learn how to build or you will die. You will learn how to dodge or you will die. It's very fast. You will learn how to die or you will die. Yeah, or, you know, and you will learn how to not get tilted. That's the other thing. Like, playing this game on tilt is bad for you. Because it will make you furious. So don't play this game when you're tilted. Go go, go! take a break. Have a beer. Reset your build. You know, meditate. Pet your dog.
2: Do whatever you Tinker need to do. Tinker in the garage. That's what it takes. her in
1: the garage, yeah. You know, do something and then come back. But uh, not quite done with it yet, but I will say that it's crazy because every month this year is released, like, a game where I'm like, this is my game of the year. This is my game of the year. This is my game of the year. Of the year. If you ask me right now, my game of the year is on record six.
0: It keeps happening. What is happening? Uh, I don't know, but one of the best years in gaming ever. All the like, yeah,
2: production, I, all the production stops that happened during the pandemic. Now is finally when everything is coming out. So yeah. that's probably what it was. We're getting we're like getting... the last three years worth of good games that got pushed back into this year.
1: Yeah, and it just so happens that that lined up with all the big, you know, studios and several notable indies also. You know, coming yeah. out and being like, "Hey, we're done." By the way, let's do this. Um, so, and it's not even over. There's a f- mainline Mario
0: game coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, there is. I still
2: can't wrap my head around that. Like that, I just, yeah, I just think about that and go, "Huh, that is a mainline Mario game." Wow, Alan Wake Two
1: is coming this year, baby. That's and that's Alan crazy. Wake
2: Two,
0: and if Xbox uh, leadership is to be believed.
2: Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming out this year. No, I don't believe that. It's... We will, we will see. If it Look, happens. I'll believe that when it's there and we can see it, and yeah, we can touch it and hold it. <laughs> it it's ours. Only they're very wise. Yeah, you're it's not real until wise. I can hold it in my hands.
1: But allegedly, you know, Starfield's coming out in a couple weeks or maybe sooner. Yep. Uh, we've got um,
2: No Man's Skyrim.
1: N- yeah, we've got uh, a new, uh, like a dragon game. The man who races yeah, game. Uh, yeah. Uh, lag gaiden yep um and there's more that i can't think of off the top of my head Uh, it is an absolutely stacked year for games but if big mecha is something that you're into uh, i highly highly recommend that you pick up armored court six it is hard i'm not gonna lie to you especially if you've never played a game like that before but just chill um take it easy change your build and don't. train
0: SimWorld four boys get into it yeah let's go says in the let's chat. go also i don't know what i missed i glanced down to make like some comment to my wife or something something like that and imbu in the chat says what if the death star was a camel and i have no idea what that even has to do with anything that is know, an armored we core about.
1: six boss i th- that sounds like this that's a reference for me that's for me i appreciate it yes that is a thing that happens um but yeah there you go I, I can't say enough good things about that game. Uh, when I'm not playing it, I want to be playing it. I think it has probably the single coolest, like, NPC moment in, like, a From Software game where you're, like, you're fighting a big boss and there's a bunch of people helping you out. And one of them gets to do something outrageously cool. Um, well, not making it feel like you as the player are not also doing cool stuff, but he has this, like, really cool moment. Um, so, that game is sick. Play it. Uh... If you are struggling, please, 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 please do high stagger builds. They will help you immensely. And yeah. Armored Core 6, Game of the Year.
0: Yeah. We At least for the
2: next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 came out. Sea of Stars came out, which Chris and I'm gonna talk about shortly. Uh Starfield. I'm on the the Game Informer 2023 uh thing. Uh, let's see, what else? What else? We got Liza P. We got Mortal Kombat 1. We got Payday 3. We got the Cyberpunk DLC. Oh, God. I keep forgetting about that, and it's going to ruin me. We got Infinity Strash for those uh, Dragon Quest sickos. We got Disgaea 7 still coming. We've got Assassin's Creed Mirage. We got another Forza Motorsport game. We got Lords of the Fallen. We got, uh, let's see.
2: We got four more stuff the year. I don't World have of Horror time. full
0: release, World of Horror coming out of uh, coming out of early access. Spider Man Two, oh, Super f- Mario Brothers Wonder. The uh, I don't think this will you know be eligible for our game of the year discussion, but Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One.
1: Uh, I'm still know, we- in a dream, Snake, Snake Eater. eater. Also we got we got I don't
0: know if this means anything to you uh well we got the we got the uh Alone in the Dark 2023. Then we got Alan Wake 2. Oh, alan Wake 2. As an alan Wake. We have w- fucking Ghost we have Ghost Runner 2. Ghost Runner is sick. That game, yeah, the game, Ghost game is Runner too, he's that game, the, first
1: game is sick, yeah. That game is gonna be cool.
0: We got a new Star Ocean. We got Yeah, like a you said, like a Dragon. Nation. We got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. We got uh Again What else we got we got doing- Persona Five Tactica.
2: We got Super Mario RPG. God, those are coming out this year. Ugh. We got Brian, Steam World I don't Build. have time. I don't have time. And then we
0: have all the stuff that is coming out this year, still, but that doesn't even
1: have a release date yet. Also, Mortal Kombat One comes out in like three weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, I named that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still worth forget, bringing it up. I, because, I, I yeah. couldn't
1: remember if you said that one, but yeah, we got a, it's been a banner year for fighting games. If that's what you're into, if you like us are Parkway Pugilists and fighting in the streets, great year. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. this year is absolutely stacked. Uh, however, it's, it's ridiculous. It is and ridiculous. And Tekken in
2: January, so you know it's Tekken. Let's
1: go. End. Yeah, it's it's a it's an amazing time to be playing fighting games. Um, DBZ roll pack patch allegedly at some point it's dude it's One coming, day. It's, coming. One day it's, happening. it's coming it's happening. and then i'm gonna be mixing people across the globe it's gonna be beautiful i can't wait but my point is wait. it's a great year and even with all that said i still think by the end of it armored core six is gonna crack my crack my top five that game is so sick it is so cool it feels so good um i don't know how they did it but they're back baby so they're back
0: long live armored core and i'm very i'm very pleased for for my my armored core sickos out there as am i i don't know that i don't know that i will
2: like very casual enjoyer of the series from bits and pieces in the past i've never really sat down and played them as much i've only dabbled but like i like mechs (laughs) so i liked armored core right so it's like yeah i'm keen to see this i'm keen to give this another go at some point so yeah super happy you sickos are eating well
1: yeah, yeah, it, it's good. It's been ten years. It's been ten it years. It's been sixty-seven years. It has literally been a years. decade. But it's yeah. it's one of the best like after ten years sequels I can think of. Maybe StarCraft two also in that conversation. Obviously, StarCraft two is in that conversation. Yeah, but I'm I'm, 5. I'm really starting. I'm really really like struggling to think of like other games that have had a period that long where it was like between entries, and it's like nah, it's good. It's this good. Like it's yeah, Devil
2: May Cry five good. is still like the banner chart for that one. I feel like.
1: Yeah, DMC5 definitely up there. Um, but it's crazy, right? Like, it's crazy that at the peak of, like, Elden Ring selling, like, what? Like, 20 million copies in, like, three weeks or whatever? Dude, I mean,
0: speaking of things that have been gone forever and then came back with a bang, uh, Skate 3. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's been 21 years.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, whoa. Yeah, also? Or maybe,
0: no,
1: it might have been 23 time. years, but, yeah. Uh, Since
2: 2000, so, yeah, 23 <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's been a long time since Diablo 3, so that also... Um,
2: yeah, yeah, that's 11 years as well, so...
1: Yeah, so it's been a great year for Legacy well, technically
2: 10, because Diablo 3 wasn't good until Reaper of Souls, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, didn't the original... Yeah, 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 yeah. But either it way, was right? okay. I liked it out of the gate, but it was it definitely was okay. way better in Reaper of Souls, Souls, for yeah, sure. sure. Yes, so the point is, once again, to reiterate, go buy Armored Core 6. If you've never played an Armored Core game, this is a great one to start with. Um...
2: The I wanted to That's ask: okay. Are there
1: difficulty settings in the game, or is it no. just what you what you see is what you get? What you see okay. is what you get. Um, difficulty settings. Miyazaki's is your build vision, maybe, is like how you want to build because you know it, it's kind of like Souls, right? Where like there's no difficulty setting, but if you were like I suck at dodging, wear really heavy armor and get a big shield, right? Like make it so that when you get hit, it hurts less. And the equivalent of that in Armored Core is tank legs, really heavy, really strong. Core Go for the fat arms head, yeah. yeah. Just tank the damage, right? And there's other stuff that you can do to like really kind of build your playstyle around how you want your mech to work. But what I would tell people is, if you're struggling, light legs is the way to go because it's so damn fast. Or heavy legs. Don't stick with a medium build just because you feel obligated to. Medium builds are great, but they're probably the hardest one to use. I would probably end up going with
2: a
0: light build if I was jumping into this. I'd want because the last I feel stand. like. <laughs> When whenever I have the opportunity to do like I never I never heavy roll in Souls games, and I try not to medium roll unless the barrier for light rolling is like generous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
2: So yeah. For me, yeah, I play Zone of the Enders too, so I want to go fast. I want to fly around and I want to go fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you know. Make use of that. like, And especially, I'm actually very interested to see what, like, Brian's take on this and what Chris's take on this is when they finally get to play it. Um, maybe maybe because... when Bogles
2: Gate 3 is done.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. Because it's been... I think been that, would be, that would be a good time. Fascinating for me watching people who are, like, AC old heads react to this. You know, people like me who played, like, all of them. And then, like, people who are like, this is my first armored core, and I love it. And people who are like, this is my first armored core, but I'm struggling. And then they finally beat that boss that was, like, putting them on tilt, and they're like... This is they amazing. click. They get yeah. the
2: moment of satisfaction, of victory, and it's like, yes, this is it. I beat the
0: challenge. That feeling, that feeling, incredibly familiar to Souls fans. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like that is the that is the thing that 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 is one of the things that we chase. You know, difficulty is not all there is to it, but yeah, that that feeling is is something else. I will never forget where I was when I beat the Nameless King in Dark Souls Three. I will never forget. Were you in a chair? No, I was standing up. In uh, let's see. Uh, this place, the last place da, 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 da. five, uh, five dwellings ago,
1: five dwellings. And ago I was standing was up
0: king. and it was, and it was dark. It was really dark. It was a late night. I was standing up. There was my couch. There's my TV. I can just picture the whole scene in my head. The blinds were open. We're up on the like fourth floor. It's dark. I can see, you know, the stars out the window. I summoned some help. The guy dies immediately, but because when you summon in Dark Souls, the bosses get more health to compensate. Uh, so, so then you I were had playing to do on
2: hard mode solo. Yeah,
0: I was I had such a hard time beating this boss that I summoned, and then the guy died immediately. And then I went through, and I had no Estus left. I had no healing anything left, and I had this much health left. I had just a pittance. If he had breathed on me, I would have died. And I made like seven perfect dodges of his like rushing attacks when I was like almost hyperventilating because it, I was so like amped up. And then I finally laid the smack down and beat him. And the rush, man,
1: it feels, feels really beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is a, it is a thing. And it's something that i core fans know about too, especially like for the harder arena fights and some of the older games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you're into that, <clears throat> It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good
0: stuff. Yeah. And I, I would like to, I, you know, I definitely want to finish some of the games that I'm playing right now. I'm playing like four things and I'm like, I just, I just need to be playing fewer things. I'm the type of person who I like to play like two games at a time maximum. Uh, and I really like ideally would only be playing one game, but like if I have one game, like either at my computer or like on PlayStation or something like on a TV. And then I've got one game that I'm playing on switch. Like I'm just, I feel like it's like like that, you know? Yeah. It's It's a pretty good balance. I'll
2: go lie down and play the switch. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I find that rhythm to be like really good for me. And anytime that I find like what I, like the number of things that I'm playing, like creep above that, it like kind of stresses me out a little bit. So yeah. Hey, thanks for the following boo. I don't know how that, if that's how you pronounce it, but that's what I'm doing because it, you know, it's like ee and I'm then Boo, the caribou dab-a-da. and all that we, sort of we appreciate stuff. Anyways,
1: you we appreciate you
0: we appreciate the follow so thank you so much uh but yeah so speaking of what i'm playing uh chris and i have been playing a little something <laughs> called the sea of stars and now the uh
1: oh i thought you guys were going to do it to Baldur's
2: gate i was like i okay. saw you do the hand yeah thing, i yes, was like yeah uh, no no, We're getting no. there. We'll get. We'll. we'll we probably can. Touch. We can. We can. No, we'll, no, no, no. You You no, you, you. You've already should, done the do transition. Same, just
1: go. Just go. Do it. Just go. Do it.
2: Yeah, sorry. but we should gotcha, save stars oh. first, because if we get into Baldur's Gate three stories, so we'll be here all night. So yeah. Let's let's. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. 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 Yes.
0: And at least this game, at least one of us has finished. Hello. Uh. So which is yeah. Uh. And oh, here we go. Okay, we got we got some feedback. Uh, Imbu says, "Hey, that works for me. It's just short for my name, Ian Boudreau." There you go welcome welcome and uh thank you for clarifying and i'm glad that i got it right good
2: to have you around
0: there we go but anyways we're here to talk about sea of stars which is a game that i am playing on uh the switch um and it has been my go-to it has been really really nice i always like to have something on the switch that i'm working on same um and that was like just working me. my way through i really really uh have enjoyed it let's talk about this. So Sea of Stars is by Sabotage uh Studio, which is the same team that did The Messenger, which is a
2: very um Ninja Mon- Gaiden modern style. retro classic Ninja Gaiden like 2D Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The Messenger is to Ninja Gaiden as uh like Shovel Knight is to like Mega Man and DuckTales, I guess.
2: Yeah. Um, just take all that stuff Take the what works from the classics, take it forward, build on it with all the game design sensibilities and considerations we have now. So it's just it feels like it came out then with all the trappings of now and it's good. And yeah, that's the messenger, and again, that's Sea of Stars. But this time the aim was Chrono Trigger. And yeah. similar, you know, classic SNES era JRPGs kind of thing. So yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Chris, why don't you give people the kind of uh, top-level examination since you uh, have
2: already completed the game? Right. So, how to put this best? As I said, it's a mash of a lot of different classic JRPG concepts and such, but, you know, they take the best of what works and put them around and sprinkle them all in, so... The key core inspiration, and you can see immediately, is Chrono Trigger, right? Just the style of, you can see the fights coming, the world map is the kind of top-down very thing, it looks just like that. (laughs) That's the one. They even got Yasunori Mitsuda for the uh, soundtrack on Sea of Stars, and it's pretty good. Not his best, but uh, pretty solid. I d- it didn't yeah. really click with me until I realized the boss theme was playing on loop in my head. I'm like, "There it is! There it is!" Yeah, but they got uh, you and
0: you didn't even know.
2: Yeah, it was it was totally subconscious. That in the mushroom swamp, I really dig that one. But anyway, um, yeah. So, it goes very Chrono Trigger in that kind of um, in that style, but it also incorporates the Mario RPG aspects of timing attacks. So, press the button when you attack for extra effects. Press the button when you get hit to block and reduce it. All the various spells and such you have have button interactions and things for more damage, more effects. There's one where you have to um uh the the moon person basically shoots out a projectile and it bounces back between her and you have to just increasingly press the button and just get like thirty bounces. It's the Link
0: versus Agonim fight, but with all of the enemies. Yeah. That that you're doing. It's awesome. Also uh, if you're less Nintendo inclined and you have not played Super Mario RPG like me, but instead you have uh, leaned more into like Sony and PlayStation stuff, it's like Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon,
2: yes. Yeah, I Maybe. have to gi- I have to give it credit because you know the Mario RPG did it first, and then Paper Mario sure. and then, um, super know, the fair, Mario Bros. Super super fair. Saga. But Legend of yeah. Dragoon was one that saw that and thought that's a good idea. We'll do that.
0: Um, and I think Legend of Dragoon did a really great job with that. And I hope that did. we get that game brought forward so we can
2: actually freaking, like, play it again
0: in glorious, you know.
2: I owe that it. Sort of stuff. I like, like owe finishing it. I've played it a bunch, but never finished it. So i got to sit down and do that one day. I don't think I finished it either. I got pretty far, though. That's four discs, so, yeah. isn't it? It's it's long, so. Yeah. It's something <laughs> It's something ridiculous. Yeah, but, uh, but Sea of Stars then. So it has that in Battles. Uh, And it also takes aspects, I compare it to Golden Sun, because Golden Sun has a lot of uh, movement puzzles and things in the dungeons. This one Mm -hmm. never goes quite as hard as that, and certainly not as hard as, say, Lufia 2, for the sickos who know that. Um, But it does have... The dungeons are you're moving around, you're jumping on platforms and pushing blocks around and doing little things like that. They are very, very light... um, you know, Metroidvania aspects in which you'll get an upgrade later and go, ah, that's what that does, and it can knock out a little thing, like find a treasure in an old dungeon. But uh, the general idea is just you're active, you're moving. It's not just point A to point B, lots of random encounters. this handful of monsters, a couple of little minor puzzles, tr- basic traversal stuff so it feels like you're actually engaging and moving around in the world. and just makes the dungeons that a little bit more engaging, I feel. And then another thing about it that it apes from Chrono Trigger is the runtime. Because it's condensed, it's like I was very thorough I did. Damn near everything except the optional super boss that opens up at the end. I think my playtime was something like 32 hours. And that was being very yeah. thorough. So yeah, it's uh it's condensed. It's you go in for a good time, not a long time. Get the best you can out of the experience, get out before it starts to drag too much. And yeah, so all around I just really had a good time with it. It did start to drag a little bit in the very beginning because it felt like it was just a little bit too long before I had enough new abilities or new mechanics or a new party member. It's like one dungeon too many I feel, with just a handful, it's like, okay, can I get something else to work with? But then once it gets going... Then it really clicked for me, uh, when you you get more party members, you can swap between them on the fly, you get more combo attacks, which you can find by, you know, doing side content and such like that. So the jewel and triple text from Chrono um, Trigger, again, kind of inspired yeah. by that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one thing I think is really
0: cool about it are the ways in which Sea of Stars kind of differentiates itself and iterates on the classic formula by adding like new mechanics. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I am not... Like, you, I think, are... I used to be a huge, like, I'm going to play so many RPGs. I haven't really been that guy in uh, many years. Um, and so, forgive me if uh, this is something that existed in other games, but I think the idea of live mana is, like, really cool. Um, so, basically, what happens is um, you're... Characters each have their weapons which do specific damage types. Um so you'll have uh characters that do blunt damage, you'll have characters that do like slashing damage. And that's signified by like a mallet or a sword. Um and your uh your solstice knight uh characters, which there's the uh female protagonist who you can choose to be, who I am. Um uh she has powers of the moon and the other uh, the other Solstice Knight has the powers of the sun. And so you'll also see, like, those uh, emblems pop up. Um, <clears throat> when you hit enemies with basic attacks, uh, you can do when... Like, if you push the button right when it hits, you'll get, like, a second attack, which is awesome. But they also scatter these little, like, orbs around the thing. Uh, around Like, around the arena. And you can hit R2 and choose to absorb them. And there can be up to three of those at the f- on the field at any time. And what that will do is that will add your character's
2: element to their melee attacks. In which addition to doing you... damage, which you can stack up to three times if you want to just absolutely pummel something, but yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you can juice even just your basic melee attacks and you can use that to also deal elemental damage even if you don't have mana to be able to cast spells. And I think that is such a cool thing because a lot of times in games, just selecting attack is kind of like a boring answer. Like you want to do the big flashy attacks and stuff. This gives you a way for your basic attacks to fuel things in later turns, which I think is really, really cool. And a great thing that like different recent games have found ways to like do stuff with. So like, In Bravely Default, there's like stacking turns. You also could do that, you know, with uh, like Octopath Traveler or something like that. Like, there's there, I really like break the the action economy, basically. Yeah. Like, RPG makers now are like, okay, we have all of these things that we've done just forever let's fix that so instead let's of like let's question in classic... that and see
2: what works what doesn't let's adjust it let's give you more reasons to actually use the tools we've given you you don't just exactly. have to stockpile you know the the inevitable meme of you know I, I don't want to use an ether i'm out of mana but yeah we have 85 of them it's the final battle
0: yeah yeah and and by that same token when you
2: hit with your attacks you
0: also get mana
2: back yeah, you um, don't have a lot of MP, like as a max, you'll probably get two spells off. But every time you physical attack, you get three back. And so there's a juggling between they want you to use your abilities and there's more on that with the lock system. We'll come back to that. But they want you to use your abilities and then alternate with the attacks, which give you the live matter, which give you the chance to break the locks and such, which come up. Locks being when um, certain enemies will say, okay, I'm charging an attack, it will come out in three turns. I have this many icons on me. Every time you do damage of a specific icon, it will reduce the impact of the incoming attack when that goes off, or if you break all of them, the attack is nulled entirely and that's the yeah. lock system. So it's just like you see a it's big awesome. thing coming out and you're like okay, I got to stop that or I can let that one go through or I can't stop both of these when three enemies are doing it at once. I can't stop all of them. I'll stop that, reduce that one, you can get through. And it just becomes really tactical, which is good because like you don't have you have uh, what is it? five party members, I think. Uh, and all of them. Halfway- Dang, I only
0: got three. Where I'm at, <laughs> I yeah. gotta keep going.
2: Yeah, but you you eventually get the ability to swap on the fly um, without you know cost or anything. So you can just swap and then bring somebody else in. Um, then there's the. Uh, in addition to that, you have obviously your combos. Which the more the more you attack and such, the more you build a combo meter, which can stack up to three times. Breaking locks increases a combo meter significantly and the combos let you do the double or triple attacks, as they were, which are usually very good as well just to have in the pocket because they're very good at breaking locks, so the cycle repeats. And then you eventually get ultimate skills, which is a different thing entirely. I don't think you've got to that yet. I have um, not. Yeah. The individual characters don't get many skills over the course of the game. It's something like three basic attacks, one ultimate, and then any number of combos that you find. But the combination of that, the live mana the five characters being able to swap and ultimately the short runtime means it's fine. It it doesn't end up feeling too stale except for that bit at the beginning where I'm just like, I could get a character sooner and I'd be enjoying myself more. But other than that, yeah, it's a great time.
0: And a great thing about, about that is like, even though there is a, there's a small number of, of like special moves, they're all interactable in some way. Yes. So like the, the moon knight, She's got this big sweeping slash and it does really well on multiple enemies that are clustered together. So, and she also gets with that special, she can do like extra damage or bonus attack or whatever when she times her like uh, button press properly with that. Uh, Then she's got the one where it ricochets uh, like a crescent moon uh, against like a bunch of different characters and it keeps going so fast. Like afterwards, you can do like well over 100 damage, even when your regular attacks normally do, like, 20. Like, you could just be like, I'm just, I'm hitting everybody for everything just because, and I'm getting a huge, like, damage boost because I've actually done all these button inputs right. Uh, you know, with the, with the Sun character, he can just hold the button, and there's a precise timing when the Fireball charges up and gets bigger and, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then after that, if you hold it all the way, it gets a little bit smaller and does a little bit less, but there's a sweet spot. And that keeps you engaged, and that keeps these things... Uh, satisfying, even as you're doing them over and over again. I can't tell you how many times I recorded a clip of me like hitting five different enemies repeatedly with the crescent thing until I just blew them all up at the end because I did so much damage. Like yeah. it's just it's and, really satisfying. And you satisfying can't even see
2: the moon by the end of it. It's like ah, I literally yeah. caught.
0: Yeah, it's 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 awesome.
2: So I I I really dig that. Um, uh, yeah, see. lots of little things. That's ultimately build up to a pretty good experience yeah i think yeah yeah uh i absolutely have to talk here for a sec about the art because holy shit the game is gorgeous it's really good. it's probably some of the best pixel art i have ever seen and it continues through the entire runtime every dungeon every scene every character everything gorgeous 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 pixel art every dungeon is like a completely new set of like a tile set and style and aesthetic and everything it's just it's ridiculous you know out of effort that must have gone into animating it and it looks so good so that alone you go out to the world map
0: you go out to the world map and you see the sleeper for the first time and it's
2: like ah it's so cool It's just this massive sleeping dragon coiled up around a mountain just you know snorting and everything like that. he's got a big bubble coming out of his nose it's just
0: adorable yeah it's great. I also wanted to talk about uh, relics because I thought yes, this system was, was system. really interesting. Uh, so basically, you know how people talk about how, oh, you know, cheats aren't, don't really make it into games anymore because, you know, people just charge for them and things like that. I There's a system in this game, which are relics, which you can find. You start with some. And you can also acquire them through solving different puzzles out in the world, and these are basically accessibility options. Uh, yeah, or yeah, the or modular like difficulty, difficulty th-
2: from like a super giant game, basically.
0: Yeah, so I got one where it was just like, uh, like I found a thing in the world that if I turn it on in the menu, uh, it just means my people take thirty percent less damage. Or like, yeah. hey, what if you know? There's there's a bunch of them.
2: Yeah, there's a chance where um, one is like they'll automatically do a timed block, but the timed block is less effective. So it gives you a room for error. And then you obviously have the one which is just like, I just want to play for the story, doubles your health, makes it easy. You know, it's like, great, yeah, cool. I I find that very interesting. It's a good way to do it. And especially because later on they become more, like you'll get a lot of the optional, like the modular difficulty ones early on. Later on, it's like they become almost like just a boost. That'll be one which increases your experience gained or things like that. So yeah. you'll get those later on as like a bonus for exploration, but it's optional. You can turn it off if you just want to play yeah. it legit or however. And so I tried to play with as few um, accessibility options on as possible until it just got a bit tedious, at which point I just, you know, I turned the experience gain on. That's about it. But uh, yeah, it's a good yeah, system. I've been playing
0: around with some of those and I, I like I had this moment. Uh, where I was like, it, it prompted a strange thought of me of like, wait, should I be using these? Like, Because there, there's, there's an element to which like I really enjoy when, when games give you something within the game that is like, hey, this is going to make you more powerful. Because the goal in these games a lot of times is to become more powerful. So when you go out and you solve a puzzle, and the reward for the puzzle is something that makes you more powerful or the game easier... I'm like okay so I did the thing that gave me this as a reward which makes me think I should use it but also like this is basically going to turn it into like an easier mode and then that that had me like questioning like my 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 thoughts about these sorts of things and that, I say that as somebody who's a huge fan of things like Celeste where they're just like infinite jumps infinite health uh like infinite grab time whatever like just do it just do it. Just
2: know? fuck with it if you want. It's fine. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to be hardcore. It's you don't yeah. need to. That's for I you when you're alone. If you want.
0: Yeah, and and I think there is definitely a different discussion to be had, whether I'm playing this game for myself or whether I'm playing this game for review. But still, it's in the game. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, it's like summoning in in Souls games. Like people will be like, "Oh, you're not really playing the real Souls," and it's like summoning is in the game
2: yeah that's bullshit like, and i'm pretty sure the fact that it continues to be in every single souls game yeah means i'm pretty sure FromSoft does not consider it the intended yeah. way to play without it or they wouldn't put it in there it's like it's there use yeah. it if you will a win is a win go for it
0: and ashes of war yeah like ashes of war are in the game you can literally carry around a pocket assassin that will just like just destroy <laughs> people for you like
2: why you, wouldn't you think your character is cool have a second one go <laughs>
0: Yeah, you Mimic thought tier. you were cool. You thought you were cool until you met Black Knife Teach. And now you know what cool is. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, Lions that's Sea of Stars. Hearts. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sea of Stars. Yeah.
2: Recommend. Very strong. Uh, I will say the story is okay. That's probably the weak part. It's um the story it gets as it goes along, it has some really cool concepts, but it's more of a I suppose it's more about A myth like mythological in scope the characters don't really have much insight they're not that interesting but the the myths the stories the big things and what the way they connect to the world and everything like that cool concepts very cool concepts and it's more about the story
0: of the sleeper the story of the undead pirate ship i'm just like wow this is all like these are cool ideas like this is a cool world that they exist in
2: yeah, and that continues all the way through to the end, especially once you meet some of the later characters and the big, you know, bad and everything like that. It's like it gets very mythic in scope, and it's very cool. Just don't expect to actually get much out of the like the main protagonists. They're very dry, yeah. and it's like, yeah, that's fine. It it's a which I mean,
0: powers. I guess that's. I mean, that's honestly, that's kind of par for the, the style with of its Chrono Trigger and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like Chrono Trigger, like Chrono is nobody like
2: he's, he's nobody just, that's for sure he's but uh what is it feel, will what's
0: the, what's the phrase like he's a do good what like just the generic do good guy whatever
2: too good nothing pozo I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know
0: yeah there's like a name of like a I forget what it is it's like for generic protagonists that are just like i do the right thing and i'm a nice guy and like that's just their entire personality yeah basically
2: you know yeah but there but there's also frog in chrono trigger and I'd i mean say frog, he's, he's frog and he's cooler and has more interesting going on than you know yeah most frog, of the frog
0: so. and magus and luca are like cooler than literally anybody else in that entire world
2: it's true so
0: yeah but anyways Sea of stars i recommend it i'm i want to say like five or six hours in maybe a little bit further than that uh, I finished but, it.
2: I enjoyed it. I had a grin on my face for a good time, uh, a good yeah. chunk of the time. Recommended, solid. Closest thing we're going to get to a Golden Sun game anytime soon. Get in on it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think this definitely land you know lands in the conversation of like one of the best uh, games of this year. I don't think it's going to win Absolutely. any awards, uh, but like, in, unless we're talking about like like retro style. You know, games. I think it could win some awards. Uh, yeah, I think any, it definitely... in any
2: other year, it'd be like an easy top ten. This year, it'll probably still be. It's sort of like um, 2020 yeah. was a good year for games, and then it's sort of like the Ori and the Will of the Wisps kind of thing. It's like yeah. it's up there, but yeah,
0: it's great. Yeah, for like if you've been waiting for one of these, this is the best one we've had in a really long time.
2: Yeah, for all all the want to be Chrono triggers, all the ones that follow in its inspiration, this is the one that gets the closest yet. Like, yeah. way more than something like I Am Setsuna or anything that Tokyo RPG Factory put out. More so than even, you know, Team Asano stuff. Like, I like the Bravely defaults, but they always fall a bit short. I don't like the Octopath Travelers as much. Live Alive doesn't count because it's a remake of a 90s game and it was just legit the first time. So, yeah. Triangle just, Strategy is goaded.
0: Yeah. We all know that.
2: Subgenre. That's fine. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this category yeah. or it would just sweep. So what, what can we say?
0: Yeah. 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 It's good stuff though. Yeah, I definitely think that this joins the conversation of like, you know, Shovel Knight is like the new gold standard of that, you know. This is one of those where it's like if you the can Shovel hit this Knight, bar, you're doing a great job. Yeah, and this yeah. is
2: this is up there. Probably not as good as Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's just stupid good, but
0: yeah. Shovel Knight is the new the new uh, DuckTales and uh, Metroid. Hollow Knight is the new like Castlevania or Metroid, and this is the new Chrono Trigger. There it is. Like it's it's great. It's great. All right, I'm gonna quickly touch on uh, on two little things that I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing uh, Vampire Survivors on the Switch.
2: My uh, condolences for your time spent, <sighs> dude. When I tell you,
0: when I tell you that in the first like, uh, I want to say I played it for like three or four hours and i think i beat it in that time like i i played it i played this game on pc uh and had a freaking blast with it back when it came out and i played it a ton on my laptop and i was just always doing it uh and then i think it came out on game pass and i played it on xbox and then this time playing it on switch i just i don't know what happened but, like, I think it was, like, my second or third run when I lasted all the whole 30 minutes. Uh, and then, like, it wasn't even, like, that, like, it was, like, two more runs than that. And I'd unlocked characters I'd never even seen in, like, the original uh, version. Just because I guess I, I, I like, I, f- I found all the hidden unlocks and fusions in, like, in ways that I, like, never had before. I don't know what it was, but my third eye was open. And <laughs> Vampire Survivors on Switch... I just like blasted through, like like a, like a bl- true blaze of glory. And, I promise uh, you uh, haven't tell seen
2: you. all of it though, because that game just crams no, shit into the margins, and I was yes. constantly blown away. So, I mean, yeah, and I reviewed the
0: DLC, like the the Tides of the Fiscari on PC, which is awesome and like two dollars or whatever. So, but I mean, I I surprising probably no one Switch is like the ideal form factor for this game like this yeah, is if you were 100%. going to play this game get it on switch like i loved it on everything else but this is like primo primo this is, this is the best conference. five dollars this is the best five dollars you will spend this year if you buy this game
2: i'm telling you yeah the value for money is you cannot spend a better five dollars than vampire survivors you can't and i got it for three dollars when i was in early access so lucky me yeah yeah, yeah, and I got a review
0: copy, so I didn't even have to pay that. But I would have, and I tell you that with confidence. I'll
2: Spend my uh, so, anyways. Fiber.
0: Yeah, enjoy, enjoy that. I mean, that's freaking just ridiculous. I've also been playing. I got, I got a a key for uh, for Red Dead on Switch. Have either of you guys played the port? Not the port, no. Okay, so I Red Dead Redemption is the only uh rockstar game i think i've ever beaten i've played a lot of a bunch of other ones i've played a lot of uh gta 5 because like i do i did a bunch of guides for it for ig and i like rewrote a ton of the guides and did a bunch of map shit it was crazy uh but uh and i i fell off of rdr2 like really quickly because i think that game is ridiculously impressive i just don't think it's that fun uh that's the general red dead
2: census i hear yeah
0: Yeah, Red Dead Redemption I really did enjoy, Uh, and but I I always meant to go back and play Undead Nightmare, but I never did until now. So now I'm playing, going around hunting zombies. It's totally ridiculous.
2: Wild West.
0: The opening is awesome. Like, it's just the, the the sense of humor that Rockstar gets up to when adding zombies to John Marston's world is, like, chef kiss. I love it. It makes me really happy. Uh, at the same time, because I've never played uh, Red Dead Redemption on the Switch, uh, I'm starting at, like, level one, and I have nothing. And so when you go to the first area in the Undead Nightmare, they're like, use your uh, red eye. And I'm like, I I literally don't have it yet. They're like, click into the right stick and I did it and it did nothing. <laughs> and I was like, Oops. damn it. I actually think I need to go and like do the story uh, to like unlock stuff.
2: But I was literally the running story like, in this story driven game. Crazy.
0: I was, well, I don't, I, I mean, I don't I, know I don't if play playing it, specifically the understand. Undead stuff will actually give me that. But uh, starting off, like, I have nothing. I have like no bullets. They're like, yeah, bullets are going to be really rare to get uh, in this. And I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) because I'm running around trying to headshot these zombies. It's a, it's a blast, but I'm, I'm realizing how bad I am at this game. Like now that I've spent so long away, you know, I beat it on what? 360 backwards compatibility on like Xbox one, I think maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's tough. But I'm having a good time with it, so, uh, you know. And yeah, one, one of the game. things that I wanted yes. to say is, it uh, this probably shouldn't surprise people, but it runs really, really well. I've been very surprised.
2: That does uh, surprise me, given the uh, the GTA remaster debacle that we had not that long ago, given that yeah, those I did not absolutely atrociously. Yeah, I did not play those
0: on Switch, uh, but this runs buttery smooth so far as I've
2: played. Um, you know, maybe be that changes for the price point, frankly, but yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, for sure. Cause I think it's like 50 bucks. Yeah. It's near like full price for this.
2: Since like, come on guys. This game is like yeah. 15 years old. Yeah.
0: But I will say like, it's still good. Voice hacking is still great. Writing is still great. Runs really well. Works like works well. Looks good. So I don't, I don't really have any complaints. I, I think that I would prefer things like this to like come out at like a, you know I don't know what, what was it Will we were talking about Like 20, 30, 40 dollars Like if you're gonna do A remaster Like p- try to put it In that Kinda Put it in the Half price category
2: Especially Yeah but that,
1: You know Consider this It says Rockstar, Rockstar on the box yeah. yeah It's true It's true
0: These games come out Uh Very infrequently So I definitely Uh hey, I appreciate it Make you pay it. for
2: Everything they do Until the next one Somehow
0: Yeah I mean, they got that Nintendo vibe about them, you know. Hey, it's we're not going to reduce the price, so you might as well buy it at launch,
2: you know. Yeah, we're also going to, you know, take away content from you and then charge it back to you. Uh, hello, GTA Online players. My condolences. Get out while you still can. If you're listening, yeah. you shouldn't be playing it. Come on. Get out of the house. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. All right. So,
0: anyways, that's, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. And then... Uh, and then I know uh, Will has a little something to say about a little slice of tree that he's been looking at. I finished it. <laughs>
1: it's good. <Huzzah. laughs> um, no, it's actually, it's, uh, so I'll sum this up for anybody who wasn't here uh, two weeks ago. Um, mm,
2: two weeks, yeah. It was two weeks, before, yeah. Like, Halo
1: Outcasts. Um, it's the most recent Halo book. It came out at the beginning of the month. Uh, And it's actually pretty cool. Fills in the gap between Halo 5 and Halo Infinite. uh, Follows the Arbiter and Olympia Vale, who's one of the Spartans from Halo 5, as they go looking for a device that can kill the big scary Guardians in Halo 5 Guardians. And uh, they go to this old planet with all this cool old technology. And it's kind of like a... You know, race because the elites want it and the humans want it. And everyone's like, "We should have it because We don't really trust you, but also we kind of have to work together to solve this problem. Um, so, really cool. Some characters you don't get to see very much outside of like a
0: like, classic. Well, they want They. I'm they pretty sure they. that's what that. But that's what that saying means.
1: Yeah. Uh, Just fuck already. No, there's no, there's no, there's no.
0: <laughs> there's no banging. There's no banging. Oh, okay. Shame missed opportunity. At least opportunity. no, at least
1: no inner uh, inner species. You know. Um, okay. Anyway, so. That I remember, anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Um, now that I'm thinking about got, it, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I got blackout drunk, and <laughs> I was I sure?
0: watching I was watching I sure? some adult videos and reading a Halo book, and I can't tell where one began
1: and the other ended. Well, this is a problem when you read a book over a long period of time, right? Um, so, uh, it's it's interesting. It gives you a lot of insight into some of the characters that you don't get to see very much in the games. It's got a cool little mystery going on, like, what is the deal with this technology that they're looking for? And it gives you a lot more insight into, uh, like, what's going on with the Elites post Halo 3. Which is something that I know people were like, we want to see what's going on, and it didn't really tell you in the game. So, quite good, um, recommended, good little, good bit of mystery, good bit of some, some thriller stuff. Uh, definitely rewards you for paying attention and, like, being up-to-date. But also fairly easy to jump into if you don't really know, like, much outside of the game. So, recommended, fun, Book. I don't want to keep this super long because I don't want to like spoil anything. I think you should just read it. Uh Halo Our sure. by Troy Denning. Um, quite good. Thank you to the folks at Simon and Schuster for sending it over to me. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: Nice. Dope. Nice, nice. And uh also in the spirit of brevity, uh let's jump for just a few moments into uh a thing that has been Chris and I's uh recent obsession. Uh, to varying degrees, which is Baldur's Gate 3. So we are not done with it yet. Uh, we are planning to do a deep dive for this. So if you've enjoyed the deep dives for uh, Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16, which you can go and listen to, they are very beefy, very uh, very girthy, very lengthy uh, episodes of the show
2: where we really dive in deep. And And the Baldur's Gate 3 one is going to need, like, 15 hours, so brace yourself. It's
0: going to... I mean, we may legitimately... We haven't really talked about this, but we may legitimately have to split it up into multiple parts. It's going to, like...
2: It really depends. We'll have to see, but, like... Yeah, uh, I... I, It depends how much... Like, how many permutations you want to go through, so...
0: I feel like I did basically everything in Act 1, and I think I've been playing for, like, 30 hours?
2: Then you didn't do everything in Act 1. I mean, yeah, maybe not. Or maybe I'm just slow or thorough. Who knows? But uh, there's a lot. There is a lot, really. Is. There is you'll a You'll find lot. more and more stuff later on. So, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I talked Yeah, I talked to everybody
0: that I could talk to, and I did all the things that I could try to do. I'm sure I missed some things, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you know that that is that lengthy. So maybe we'll have to split it into like a act one, act two, act three sort of a thing or split it in half, I don't don't know. But anyways, before we do that, I wanted to talk about what we're thinking because uh, now that I've finished Act One and I know that, uh, Chris, you're in Act
2: Three? Uh, Yeah, I'm in Act Three, but I've basically popped the cork on spoilers now because one of my friends was playing through it and I'm just like, I'll watch it. I'll look at their screenshots and such. So I know how it wraps up, mainly because I've not been that enthused personally to continue through Act Three for a handful of reasons. Which yeah, you know, I'm freely saying in our various discords, are just like, yeah, but I'm not yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to poison the well completely. So you might have yeah. a completely different experience from me, but we'll see. Um, everything up to that point is great. You're still on the bits which I think are absolutely fantastic. So yeah, yeah. Surprising nobody, I think this game is absolutely fantastic.
0: <laughs> what a shock! Uh, but yeah, I this is one of the interesting things is like. When a game comes out, I, this was kind of the same discussion that uh, that I had when Metroid Dread came out, uh, which is, you know, the sequel to my favorite game ever made, and Baldur's Gate Three, also the sequel to my favorite game ever made. How does that work, by the way? Anyways, we'll get we'll get to that another time. But when a game goes this long without being uh in the zeitgeist and when the genre kind of goes to sleep uh and when there's a new studio doing the new game uh and when there's also a lot of nostalgia on the on my glasses you know for baldur's gate 2 although i did play it replay it recently and it still absolutely holds up like it's same. Just, you know, uh, on like two years on. ago i think it's still great it's it's outrageous how good it is um there was a. I had a lot of expectations for this game. And there's no way that any game could ever be as good as I would want Baldur's Gate 3 to be. Um That having been said, It's not good, I think, isn't it? <laughs> I think Baldur's Gate 3 is basically is 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 like ninety to ninety-five percent of what I need it to be. Uh, and that like that five to 10% could literally just be fixed with mods. (laughs) Like one. So one, one thing I'll get my gripes out of the way and then I'll, and then I'll, we'll get into the praise. The camera in this game is bad. I hate it. I really, really hate it. So I posted a picture on social media and I was like, why can I see this angle during certain attacks during certain fights? But I don't just have access to this camera uh, distance the whole time. Uh, yeah, when it's, when it's weird, I, I, there, there's a moment in the fight at the end of Act One where one of my characters was uh, had climbed up a ladder and was on like the second floor, and somebody from the first floor shot an arrow up to to my guy on the second floor, and it zoomed out, and I took a screenshot because it is literally exactly the perspective that I want the camera to have at all times. Um, you know, if you if you watch uh, Delayed Input with Kyle Bossman, he talks about not being interested in Baldur's Gate 3 originally because he doesn't like CRPGs because they're just little tiny people that are walking around. And with this game, they're really zoomed in. And that does give you more, uh, like, interaction with the characters. That gives you, I guess, a better connection with them. But also... Unlike in Baldur's Gate Two, in Baldur's Gate Three, it cuts to cutscenes. Like, there's, I, what do they say? Like 170 hours of cutscenes or something like that in this game. Something um, said. Something absolutely unconscionable. But it zooms in and you get facial expression and you get a lot of great stuff. I think that's great. I think that is exactly how these games should be, and I think that's a move in the right direction. Absolutely. I think that having the increased interactivity with the world that Larian is known for and did with Divinity Original Sin 2 is truer to the spirit of Dungeons and Dragons than what Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 were able to do. And that's purely like, this is just what is possible. Yeah. That's uh, technical these are the limitations
2: of the year 2000 yep. versus 2023.
0: So yes. And, and I, I am all for that. Um, I, I, not being able to like properly see where I'm going, feeling like I constant like I can't even just look, I can't look around and decide what I need to go do or look at. I actually have to just like consult the map and then like try to move the camera around or like scroll in and scroll out and try to get like some angle on it because I just can't see hardly anything of what I'm doing. Uh, that's really frustrating. Um, but other than that and the bugs and the fact that like, I, I was playing it on my gaming laptop, and it was it's able to run the game fine. I just found that it was having a lot of bugs. So like I would I would you know click on somebody, or I would load into my camp, and everything everybody would load in, but their behaviors wouldn't load in, or their postures. So like I would load into camp, and like Carlock is like T posing over here, in the corner, and then like I go over to talk to her, and it goes to the cinematic but then they just kind of stand there for like 10 seconds before they start talking to each other and i'm like okay this is like you know people are who you, are talking um, about about are you about body
2: sorry uh
0: not on my uh gaming laptop but what that's... Actually, yeah, I might be. I might be on my gaming laptop, and then
2: I'm playing on an NVME on my desktop. Okay, if you because I I'm playing on an old HDD on my PC because I've not been able to upgrade for a while because don't have enough space. But uh, yeah, so I have similar issues with that. I think it's honestly just a case of loading. Like I feel like they when the loading times and such they'll finish, and then it'll still be loading afterwards, even though you're in the game. And it's like just yeah. Like, let the load go a bit longer if that's what you're going to do. Like, I yeah. feel like that's what it should happen, but yeah. So that's yeah. the biggest complaint and it leads to things like that. But other than that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, and so continue. it's, you know, but I think that the, and you know, they've already announced that they've had one big patch that came out uh, and the patch, they said patch two is quote around the corner uh, and it is going to have uh, quote major performance enhancements. Uh, and yeah. it's going to add new like ending epilogues for a bunch of different characters. Like they're they're still expanding on this game,
2: you know, as we speak. Uh, Which so was also people... true of everything they've done previously as well. Like, yeah, uh, there was a definitive edition of um, Divinity Original Sin two, and yeah, yeah, tuned up a lot of stuff on that. And so I'm fully expecting this to continue. Yeah, but, uh, and that kind of needs it, and, especially once you get into Act three, it starts to come yeah. apart there.
0: Yeah. Uh, which like you know so when people when there was the whole discussion of like oh this should be a new a new bar for like you know a polished released full single player and I was like, whoa whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on nobody said anything about polished like Act yes one it is, is a- that
2: way because it was yeah. in early access for three years and we worked on that shit. there's a lot of stuff yeah. that was in the various iterations of early access which we the players saw and pushed back on. And to Larian's credit, they adjusted a lot of it. They fixed up a lot of it. They removed and retooled a whole bunch of things that were just not good, including whole characters. And, um, you know, you can thank us for Halston, by the way. That was us. We bullied Larian into giving us more of him. Um, But, yeah, like, that's the thing. And, yeah, Act 1 shows. Act 2 didn't have that, but it still follows on from original things that it's still relatively polished. Axary had no eyes on it, and you can tell. You can really yeah. tell. It's buggy as hell. <laughs> the performance is just not great, especially on my poor machine, which is part of why I haven't wanted to continue, but yeah. Yeah. So, definitely like a standard in terms of reactivity and like certain aspects of the presentation, the writing and everything. Absolutely. We should aim more for this, but it ain't bug free. It ain't supremely polished, especially not in the parts which you didn't have player insight for years.
0: Yeah. But, those, those, uh, those critiques having been expressed, I do think that it introduces a cast of characters that are really interesting. Uh, I think that the stuff, the stuff that it nails is the stuff, you know, we said that, I forget which, which game Will and I were talking about where this was true. Uh, But like, the stuff that is the hardest to get right, they actually got right. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is like really, really impressive to me. And that is always, I would always, 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 10 out of 10 times prefer this than to something that is really, really polished, but uninspired and isn't actually trying to do anything special. Um, Like, you know, I, I would always rather flawed ambitions realized um, then vice versa. Uh, and I think that Larian really should be commended because they've created a world that feels still very much like the Forgotten Realms, um, which is, you know, it's, it's a lot more... It's like Lord of the Rings. You can't just slap a fantasy setting on a story and have it feel like it was a work of Tolkien. You can't just slap dritz to in a story and have it smack of the sword coast. Yeah. No, they've done
2: their homework. It is forgotten realms very much. so, And it's great.
0: You know, I, I, I jumped off of a, off of a cliff and fought a fucking beholder and it was hard as shit. And, you know, it was just, it's just, there's stuff around all over the place and the way that, that they have it, where it's like, Oh, jump is really important you know, like, Oh, like the idea that like, Oh, in Dungeons and Dragons, you'll be like, how far away is that mushroom? I want to jump to it. And they're like, all right, like <laughs> you could jump to it. Oh, that, that mushroom was totally fake. That was just an illusion. You fell through and fell on your ass. It's like,
2: yeah, it's great. It's great.
0: I had an old woman. exactly
2: the part you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I had an old woman try to steal my eye and then she fucked it up. And now I can't see traps when I'm walking around. Like it's, it's great. It's great, uh, and did you uh, let Volo
2: it, perform surgery? Is the question. I
0: so I tried and it wouldn't let
2: me. Probably because the old lady stole your eye already. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it the the thing I was and th- so this is this is actually another this is another gripe that I have about it because there are certain instances where the game feels like it should account for something but it actually doesn't. So like when so yeah we we this is a great example so. Volo was like, hey, I think that I can, like, try to help you out. And I was like, yes, do it. And then when it comes time to actually do that, I my character's only option is, never mind, I've only got one good eye left. And my response is, have him do the eye that's fucked up. Like, there's I've, no reason to yeah. not do
2: that. But on the other hand it is pretty cool that they actually acknowledge oh by the way i only have one eye though don't like th- that's something you wouldn't want to... yeah so <laughs> but he's going for the same thing she was I so get try it, it I on the it. same
0: <laughs> eye like it's, it's it, that was so infuriating to me particularly because i found out that there's a cool thing locked behind that and the game literally wouldn't let me do it
2: yeah but yeah i'm just and like i want to do the a cool hilarious thing. and horrifying cutscene yeah But,
0: you know, and, and, and one of the cool thing is it would have let me undo, it would have let me fix a mistake that I had made previously, but through another character. And I was like, that's sick. Like, that's awesome. And so I was really let down when they didn't let me do it. But, you know, there's, there's not too, too many of those that happen, at least to where I'm at so far. Um, Usually if I'm trying to like talk my way into something or talk my way out of it, I'm totally able to do it, you know. Um, A lot of people are like talking about characters. Uh, They're like, oh, how about this? You know, how about, how about, you know, this character or that character? And I'm like, wait, oh no, I like surprise attacked them. I never even talked to them. They're dead. They are so dead. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that level of, it's going to make the deep dive really crazy because uh, we're all going to have
2: stories that are completely unique. Yeah, which be, I haven't I been able is, to account for as much as I've tried, especially in Act One, early access and such. Like yeah. I've tried, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that that is that is really uh, cool, and I think that that is a triumph. And this is, I I don't I don't know so far if Baldur's Gate Three is my game of the year, but it is definitely in the conversation. Like I
2: need to go back and like look at everything else, but. I think it's mine. Um but yeah. we'll have to see how I feel when I finally get through it myself.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 pretty much all. I I highly recommend it. I think you should definitely go out and play it. This is another one of those games like Elden Ring where like a bunch of this is this is appealing to and getting in the hands of a bunch of people who are not necessarily <laughs> D&D fans
2: or yeah, I or, I didn't expect you know, it to be sort of niche stuff. compared to like Baldur's Gate 2 or anything but like I didn't expect it to have the massive universal appeal that it's getting yeah like it is the topic of the month and it's yeah. crazy i never would have seen it coming so yeah every props. time I'm
0: scrolling through Twitter it's always like Shadowheart or Carlock you know fan art and it's stuff f- like it's that it's first
2: it's first traps and it's all Carlock yeah. send me all the Carlock ones please yes thank you yes Exactly. <laughs> we love best girl our big, big and red lady, you and you cannot tell me otherwise. Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. All right. Well, that's that's all I got. Did uh, Chris? Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about this week before we wrap up?
2: No, I think that really covers it. Uh, most of it is just you know, just working through those, doing other things. Um, sea of Stars was my big focus for a bit. Now that's done, I'll probably get back into Baldur's Gate three. Um, I dabbled in No Man's Sky recently, just for the nice. hell of it, because I'm probably going to end up trying Starfield on Game Pass when it comes out. So I am just, I kind of decided I'm going to play No Man's Sky for a bit, get the feel for it, because I hear there's at least a few little aspects of that, and then have that as a comparison point when I go in. So I've been doing that in the last couple of days and that's been okay. The game is, as you've all probably heard, significantly better than it was at launch. It just got a new update it's good it's still not for everybody it's still got a few tedious and grindy bits but like it's a solid game and enjoyable and that's the main competition starfield is going to have going up against so it was interesting to see for sure but uh that's that's it really it's just Baldur's gate 3 and sea of stars and other things yeah uh yeah that's it for me how about you guys i got
0: Um, enough that's yeah that's all for me all right well let's wrap it up Let's get out of here. Get back to baldering these gates. Uh thank you these everybody gates for bolder uh... themselves. That's true. They will not. I've tried I've tried so hard to get them to do it. They just won't. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening for, uh, to episode 286 of the platformers uh, if you like the show uh, please give us a review follow us on uh, twitch at twitch.tv slash ribnax uh, where I stream this and uh, sometimes other things you can also find uh, the archives of these shows and some other things at youtube at ribnax also r-i-b-n-a-x uh, which is also the place where you can find me on twitter and uh, instagram and threads and backlogged uh, and You can find me at blue sky uh, at Brian Barnett, B R I A N B A R N E T T. And if you like the show, leave us a review or tell other people about it. Uh, right now, uh, what you can check out is you can check out some class guides and stuff from Baldur's Gate Three on uh, at GameSpot. Uh, you can also check out my recent previews uh, for a couple of games at uh, at IGN, including Deceit Two, uh, which is coming out. Another one of the games that's coming out this year. Uh, which is uh, which is really crazy. And they don't uh, stop coming, and they don't stop coming. They don't stop coming, and
2: they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming.
0: <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, Ian. Uh,
2: and uh, Chris, where can everybody find you? Hello, I'm Delphia. You can find me at vs VSthebacklog.com, one word. Uh, still hasn't been anything updated for a while there, but I am working on a text review for Sea of Stars to accompany... What you just heard here, so look forward to that very soon. Other than that, you can find me on at delphier E I, not I E, on most things, including Twitter, which I don't check that often. And then most video games that I play, you'll see me there. Send me a message, say hi. and That's about it. Uh, Will, do. where you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at bywillberger. You can also find me on Blue Sky at Edgar Allen Bro. And uh, if you want to read some of my latest stuff, I reviewed Madden for IGN. And I am working on guides for Armored Core 6, among other things. So, Also did some stuff for go. the loadout based on some fighting games like Tekken 8 and Project L, so check those out. Nice.
2: Hell oh, yeah.
1: Nice dice. From every here... Any, uh, <coughs> Try
2: it again. Try it again, Brian. Have another He's game. dead. He's gone. He's fucking dead. Can't believe he's dead. <laughs> game over, man. Game over.
0: From everyone here at the platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week out there and stay safe because until next time we are out. Peace. Do what Brian just did. This is not Guilty Gear Strive. But it could much to
1: everyone's disappointment. Yeah, it could be.
0: Twitch tags, speed running. Yes, we're speed running this, this show.